Welcome to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer, a show full of tips and practical strategies to repair, rebuild, and strengthen your relationship. If you are currently stuck wondering if your marriage can be saved, or you know you want to save it but don't know how to go about changing it, this show is for you. And now here is your host, Nicola Beer, who specializes in a proven 10-step program to help couples increase the love, passion, and happiness in their marriage in 30 days or less, guaranteed. Hi and welcome. I'm thrilled you're listening to this today because I have a very special guest, Gloria. Now, Gloria is a Mexican writer, speaker, interpreter, mother, wife, lover and dreamer. And she's completely out of her mind. She is the happiest person I know and she spreads happiness wherever she goes. So I'm so excited to be interviewing her today and for her to share her wisdom with you. She also has a really super interesting story in terms of love and romance and trusting your gut instinct and just going with things. She actually married her husband within 15 days of knowing him, and they've been married now for 35 years. So it's a really interesting love story, a really interesting life story, and welcome, Gloria. It's a pleasure to have you and, and to be speaking to you today. I'm the one that's really, really grateful. Thank you for allowing me to join today. And so... Um, Gloria is the happy ambassador of the UAE and actually spreads it all around the world. And so, Gloria, tell us a little bit about what you do, what you believe in. Do you really want to know? Yes, I do. <laughs> and it, I think the listeners can really benefit. <laughs> because it's going to sound a bit strange, but I am you. And uh, it took me a while to get here. But when you do, it is really so much fun. So let me go back to when I was not here, when I was a really sad kid very very scared of my parents, verbally abused, not understanding that my parents verbally abused me because they thought that would have made me very strong so that when they would not be around, I would not be, um, I would not be a, you know, a weak person and not make it in life. So I just took it like they don't love me and uh, it went worse and worse and worsest. I first had tummy aches from the stress of I'm not enough. If I had a 95 at school, it was not enough. Why don't you give me a 100? If I did bring a 100, why? I mean, this is just normal, you're my daughter. I never felt I was enough. So the stomach aches went to breathing problems, into sinus problems, so I had to be operated on my nose. And after that, it was also now the nervous system. On top of that, I was, I'm born in Mexico. I was put in the American school. They speak different language, not only in the words, but in the way of thinking. So I started feeling more and more isolated, bullied. I used to have a flat foot. I had boots on, so the boot girl, you know. So I put myself under a carpet in an, in an angle in a very, you know, very dark room so nobody could see me and nobody would know just how awful I was. So I needed to do things to gain my self-existence in the life of people. So I would do things that would please others. And I would never be able to accept any help because I was unexistent. So I could never imagine anybody coming to me with good faith to share with me their sandwich. If they were coming, I would just go away thinking, they're going to just tell me how stupid your boots look or something like that. Of course, at that age, I didn't know what was going on. I just knew I was very unhappy and I wanted to die. 
but I didn't even have the guts to take my life. So I'm worthless and useless and all this. Until one day, my father comes to my hospital room with a Welch's juice and a tear in his eyes. And that made me wake up. Did I make it all up all this time of poor me? And then some miracle happened. I saw my father truly caring for me. I knew he was a loving person because he and my dad are very much in love. I always saw that. So somehow in myself, I thought there's something that's not congruent. So now I start easing. And now, instead of criticizing them, judging them, the voice inside me said, listen to them. I wouldn't listen to my dad, I was too scared of him, but I, I could listen to my mom. So I asked my mom about her childhood and my grandma, how did she treat her? Well, what a surprise. It was worse than my treatment. The same one, but exaggerated. And I love my grandma. She was my hero. So my grandma did these things to my mother. My grandma? So I said, there must be something here. So you start really understanding that you need to be compassionate. As a child, you don't know these words, compassion, this tolerance. You don't know what those are. Now I know. So I want to share with you. Slowly, slowly, this applied compassion into I want to listen more makes me feel closer to my mother. So now when she screams, I know she's screaming out of the same kind of confusion that my grandma used to scream at her. So now I know she's doing this for love. I'm slowly, slowly getting out of the poor me, which I know now causes cortisol, which is the stress hormone. And I started getting into the great me, which I know now tells the brain, there's no alarm, everything is fine, gosh, the happiness hormones. And there I am. I'm now extremely endorphinized. It's very difficult for me to see something as a damaging thing. It might happen, but it happens for an hour, and then I'm over it because I always feel that everything is fine, just the way it is, and everybody's good. And this is what now I'm doing. Not because I chose it, but because I was chosen. Once you know you are a perfect creation of source, just like the orchid that we see right here, just like the virus that gets into you when you have some kind of what humans call sickness. It's not a sickness, it's a wake-up call. Are you too worried being worried? So then these little viruses will wake you up. And then you calm down, you drink water, you stay in bed for a day or two and you'll be fine. Unless you think you have cancer and you're going to die and then you're going to be worse. It's up to you. This is my message. I just know that I am the vivid proof that when you think thoughts caused by gratitude thoughts like for now bring now something grateful into your memory now see how your smile starts to appear now in this feeling of oh would you like to slap me do you have the feeling you call someone stupid or you feel just so free and relaxed that you want to hug someone what is your thought? Definitely free and relaxed, like I'd like to hug someone, yeah. Right? So that's why happiness is the best service you can give to the world because it's contagious. Mm. It teaches you how to be grateful 
and stay grateful. And then no matter what, the storm comes. Yay, now we're going to get wet. Yay. Instead of saying, now I'm going to get too cold. It is all about being grateful. And what happened? Please, I want to share with all of you. You can do this too. Just stay grateful. The way I did it is looking at myself in the mirror and look at my eyes. But not my eyes that are too little or too big or blue or white or I want them to do big. The eyes that can see. The organs that allow you to see the sunrise. So you can walk and not fall down because you tripped. The eyes that allow you to see the eyes of your beloved. The colors, the sunrise, the birds, the dangers. Your ears, they can hear. Mom, come down. Coffee's ready. You can hear that. And also you can hear the water that's running while you're washing your face. And you can hear both and you can distinguish which one is which. You're a walking miracle. I'm doing this every day. Now I'm 15 when that happened at the hospital. Now, because I feel this compassion to myself and I, I'm looking at my eyes in the mirror and I say, wow, now I can accept help from others. The same people that had been around me were there. Now I can see them though, because now I exist. So one of my family members came and told me, you have epilepsy, but you know, you can cure it with the power of your mind. And this person taught me, Antonio, how to talk to my body every day with gratitude. He told me, just scan all your body morning and night, you're thanking your body. So what I would do, I would look at my feet with the heart eyes, and I would imagine, what would I do without them? I would thank them because they take me places. I can walk to the bathroom, I can walk to the church, I can walk to my bed. Wow, what would you do? I ask you without your feet. Is it time now to say thank you to your feet? Well, it's time now. And it's also time to thank your knees and to thank your liver and your heart and your lungs and your eyes and your everything. And it's time for you to say, I'm a mirror, because you are. Okay, your personality, no. I used to say, I'm stupid, I'm thin, I'm ugly, whatever. Okay, you can keep on saying that. But your eyes are miraculous. Your heart, all the teamwork in your body, unconditional love for you is there at every breath. Every breath, the whole body, 50 trillion cells together working for you to breathe. Did you ever think about that? If you're looking for love, it's like the fish that's looking for water, swimming in the sea. Where's the water? Where's the water? You're looking for love. You're swimming in it. Each one of your cells is screaming, I love you. But then you say, I have no time. I have to work. I have to get the money. I have to do this. I have to do, you have to, have to, have to. You have choke yourself and your poor cells there. But you know, I love you anyway. Shh, sir, I'm busy. It's time. Thank yourself. Thank your feet. Thank your toes. Thank your stomach, intestines, bladder. Thank every single cell in your body. Now, all your thoughts will be geared into that, ah, I want to hug someone, I'm happy. And the thoughts coming into your factory of imagery are nice and beautiful. So your brain will say, because your brain is fantastic, 
everything here okay and the endorsements will be gushed and you will be in a good mood your health will be absolutely dancing tango with you will be abundance you know you're there there's no worries because everything is there you know it you can choose otherwise you can choose fear and say, oh my God, what am I going to do? And you can start also st saying yourself, I'm poor me, I don't know, and this and that. And you can also choose, every man is bad, every woman is bad, and the, oh, the storm is coming, oh my God, my, my makeup is going to go bananas. You can choose that. There's nothing wrong with that. But I just want to tell you, your image factory will produce images that are going to tell to your brain, alert! 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 And then they will gush the stress hormone so you can run or fight. But then this storm is in your bedroom, it's in your soup, it's in your office, everywhere, because the alarm is in your head. Lack of gratitude. They don't pay me enough, and they got the post, and she's telling about me. You are responsible for yourself, whatever you do, period. <laughs> wow, that was amazing. I wish that the audience could be here with me because I can feel the energy and this gratitude that literally just vibrates from everything you say, everything you do. I can tell you, you really live every, every single cell of it and it's just beautiful. And so how can um, this relate to a marriage? How, how does it, you know, you, how has this helped your relationships or other people? How can you? Thank you for asking me this, because in my work, I also get this message a lot. I've been married for 35 years to a person I met, and 15 days later, we were married. Wow, 15 days. 15 days later. This person belongs to a completely different different part of the world. He's born in Saudi Arabia and raised in Saudi Arabia. I am born in Mexico and raised in Mexico. And then I traveled a lot all my life. So I'm a multi-salad, if you want to call it that way. And uh, I'm interpreter. So at the negotiation table of a Japanese company who had hired me um, to interpret between this Arab person and them, I met this person. I had had five years before a very steep wound in my heart as a woman because as a Mexican I just wanted one man in my life. No nonsense. But when I was 24 I met this person who allowed me to know what it is to feel hurt as a woman. I had the support of my mom who always said, come on, life is beautiful, keep on moving. And for five years, I was looking for that person. Because my mom and dad and my grandma were all one man, woman. And I just couldn't find the person. I was so successful as an interpreter. I was living in all the standards that I'm used to. I had everything I wanted. However, the woman was dead. I was carrying a cadaver. I was dancing and all, but I was carrying a cadaver. And every now and then, the cadaver would... would you know, sting my nose and say, okay, this is the truth. You're not a woman. So then I dropped the cadaver by saying, okay, whatever. 
I'm just going to settle down in a place which is not so far from my mom, because my dad definitely will go before my mom, I thought. He's, he was eight, uh, 13 years older. And when I did that, Nicola, like magic, when I dropped it, when I dropped this, please God, send me that person I can give all my everything to and will not put it in a basket and let it flush like had happened before. When I dropped it and I thought, okay, I'm going to just be a very happy interpreter and that's what I am and I was so happy. I used to travel all the world in silk, paid best luxuries and, and learning because I was an interpreting uh, for CEOs, for presidents. So I was being paid to learn from these big brains that are gushing these words out that I need to translate. It was a fantastic job being paid to learn. So I made peace with that. Three months later, I'm in this negotiation table in Germany. I meet this person who's like a rock. So high integrity. I'm so eager to know more. So we went out for dinner. Translated 35 years later in the man that I most admire. And how has that happened? Nicola, I never gave up my dreams. I'm an interpreter, I told him before we got married. I travel the world and my customers are all men and I'm not going to stop. I am used to feeling that men and women are all spirits. I don't make a differentiation like in Saudi you need to cover up for men to be in one side and women to be in another. I don't do that and this is not what I'm, I'm, I'm raised to dance until until dawn with men and women. I, this is me. So I'm not going to change this. And you, you're awesome. You're 18 years older. You're Saudi. You're Muslim. You live in Saudi Arabia. You have two arms, two legs, one head, one wife, and three kids. And I love the package. I don't want to change anything in him. He doesn't want to change anything in me. I mean, we might want to, but we don't, because it's titanic. I don't even want to think of it. Love yourself first. You are who you are, and don't give up. I could have said, I'll cover up, I'll do whatever you say, but please, please, take me. I am me. I love myself first. I don't believe in this. I do believe in that. You believe in this, and you believe in that. These are your beliefs. I think purple, you think pink, and we're going to make a great salad of colors. That's mm. what it was. Wow, I just think that's so amazing. And staying true to yourself and not fitting, trying to fit in, because it never works whenever you sacrifice your own dreams and, and that own love. And I just, hearing your story, um, I just think it's so amazing because... I know in my own relationship history that my head always gets in and how did you how did you not listen to that I don't know other people or even yourself where where you might think well why would I marry someone that's already married or why would I marry someone that's older or why would I you know how did you have those thoughts or did you just you know is I or not what did your parents say like how did all of that affect you Okay can I answer with a question Yeah absolutely All right so do you love to swim? Do I love to swim? Yeah, I love swimming. Okay. When it's really, really hot and mm. you see the crystal clear water, do you really just want to jump into the water and feel the, <gasps> that you know it's going to come? Yeah, definitely. 
Well, that's what we do. You just jump into the... Are you going to think, oh, is there going to be fi uh, fish there that are going to bite me? Is it going to be too cold? Is it going to be too dense with salt? Is it going to be... Are you going to think all that or are you just going to jump? Just jump, yeah. That's it. It's the passion for life. For knowing you live only once. And you say, I, for me, I'm going to die alive. I chose that because I almost was going to die dead. Mm. I know what it is. I was living dead, so I was going to die dead. And you know what? We all are going to be visited by Mrs. Death. God bless her. She's our best friend because she's here to tell us, it could be tonight that you're coming with me to the other life. Not death. She's just taking us to another life. But I really love being on Mother Earth. I love hugging and smelling and dancing and getting those nice dresses on and the jewelry and having friends. I love those earthly things. I love them. So as long as I can stay, I want to stay in this fiesta called life. So I'm going to jump into every single ocean, especially if I don't know what it is. I want to know more. New ocean. Oh, my God. This is a purple ocean. Let's go and see what's in it. Yay! And you jump. Wow. So if you find that love for yourself coming through the all that your body is, please, my dear audience out there, love those eyes and those ears and the tongue that lets you know if it's sour or sweet and the th this throat of yours that allows you to swallow so you can be fed and the stomach that knows how to make the food a substance that your blood now can take and, and your lungs that take the oxygen for you to breathe. And then I'm going to ask you, Nicola, who is breathing you? Who's breathing me? Me. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> How can you breathe yourself? Well, my unconscious mind is doing it for uh, me. So then it's not you? No, it's not me. And the unconscious mind, who's breathing that? I don't know. Exactly. It's something bigger than ourselves. Mm. When you were born and you knew how to... The lungs take the oxygen and then deflate and exhale the... Very toxic carbon dioxide. Did you do that? No. Don't tell me. You were just born. Something bigger than you did that. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Did it for me too. That same force. Mm -hmm. And you audience, whether you are atheist or Buddhist or Christian or whatever, everything is great, whatever you believe in works. But on top of all that, there is one force that's biggest as anything in the world. And that force is breathing us all at the same time. You have never been alone and never will be unless you want to choose to. Fear will guide you into stories of I need, I want, I don't have, I have to. And gratitude will lead you into passion. I want to. Always, yes. Let's enjoy. Let's share. Bring people together up with you. Be inclusive, not exclusive. It's cooperation, not competition. Dare to live at the terms of God. Learn to live in the terms of, of that source. I don't want to call it God because 
I don't want to, I, I'm just telling you my experience. I feel, I so feel in the orchids that are here in this room, the greatness of that source that created them. And they're every day they're saying, good morning, Gloria, I'm beautiful. And then I tell them, yes, you are. And then I hear them say, you are beautiful too. Are you beautiful? Yes. Am I beautiful? Yes. Is the snake beautiful? Yes. And the virus? Yes. Everything is beautiful. Thank you so much. That was beautiful. And how can we get, how can the listeners learn more about what you're doing? How can they get in touch with you? There is a way that is very easy, and that's just go back into gratitude in your heart and feel the power of gratitude expanding and, and smile and hear my voice, I'll be there. There's another more earthly way. I have a website called happiestgloria.com. I'm going to put that with the podcast show so that people can see that. Yes, please do, because I am here really, really, really to share with you the fact that, yes, life is a fiesta to be enjoyed. And yes, I can choose to suffer. And yes, suffering will get me sick. Yes, I can choose gratitude and health, wealth, and well-being will be in my living. Great. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. God bless you, Nicola. Thank you for listening to How to Save Your Marriage with Nicola Beer. To book your free Save My Marriage consultation, please visit www.savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash consult. And if you've enjoyed this episode, Nicola would really appreciate it if you could leave a rating and review on whatever app you're listening through so the show stays visible, allowing more people to get the support they need to increase their love, passion, and happiness.